0: to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price, price line crouched at the starting line, engines pumping and thumping in time, the green light flashes, the flags go up, churning and burning they yearn for the cup They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank, fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down, the fans get up, and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man, still driving and striving as fast as they can. He's going the distance. (laughs) That is my version of The Distance by Cake. The year is 2010. And I know what you're thinking. We're listening to Cake in 2010. Yes, we are. (laughs) And what's going on in the world in 2010, you ask? Well, I will tell you. According to popsugar.com, the 52 pop culture moments that will take you back to 2010, number one, Lady Gaga's meat dress. Mm -hmm. The meat dress happened in the year 2010 iPod Nano was popping in 2010. Pretty Little Liars was fully on television in 2010. (laughs) Um, Prince William and Kate Middleton got engaged in 2010. And Angry Birds is the most played game. Can you believe that? Also, I'm going to start the slideshow. California Girls... By like Katy Perry came out, huge. Sex in the City 2 came out, huge. Like a G6 came out, huge. Huge. 127 Hours came out, huge! <laughs> and of course, Leap Year came out, a movie that all of us forgot ever existed. And finally, Scott... Pilgrim vs. The World came out. And where were we when Scott Pilgrim vs. The World came out? Where were we when Lady Gaga was prancing around wearing real meat in that meat dress? We we're in Woodbridge, <laughs> Connecticut. And who are we? We are Sandy Honig. Sandy you know, I'm so happy to have <laughs> We you on are show. all Sandy Honig. We are all Sandy Honig.
1: We are all In that moment we were all Sandy Honig. In that moment <laughs> we were. Yeah. And
0: you know, I'm thrilled to have you on the show because you did my you did my other podcast mm-hmm. moons ago where we did touch upon some high school cuz my other podcast was high school adjacent. Mm-hmm. And now we are just like fully In high school. Yes. And, you know, I just remember there being so many nice little bits and bobs that you wove in (laughs) gorgeous episode. I'm so excited to have you on this new podcast. (laughs) And I just got to know, just start us off. Who was Sandy Honig? What were we wearing? What were who was our clique? Were we good in school? What was your high school like? What was going on? Okay. Well. Obviously
1: I loved to wear knee-high socks that were different you know different colors and funky little socks. Yes. I yeah, I definitely
0: dressed weird and um wait, I, we talked about this in the other Oh, one, wait, we did. But, but I need we need to get into in-depth in detail. Oh my god. Are you a happy bunny person? Um, y- not, like, outwardly, but mm. yes. Like, okay.
1: um, I-, I had a Happy Bunny sticker on my door mm. to my room. Mm. And I'm trying to remember
0: which one it was. Mm. Just because I do feel like the crossover between, between- Pac-Sun, Clown, and Happy Bunny. Major. <laughs> was major. major.
1: Well, I really wanted to... Well, I guess this is more middle school, but I really wanted to be goth, but I was too shy. Mm. And goth attracts a lot of attention. Yeah, so I was, like... I would go into Hot Topic and just sort of, like, look around and, like, buy one or two things. Mm. But I, like, I didn't have the confidence
0: to be full goth. Well, because there was something kind of, like, naughty about it.
1: Yeah. And I just was, like, like, it just, it made everyone looks at you so much more when you are goth. Yeah. So I was, like, I don't want that. But I remember one time I, like, got, like, a temporary, like, hair dye. And I was, like, obsessed because it was kind of, like, purply red. Mm. But then too many people were, like, talking about it to me so I was like I can't do this
0: anymore. Really? <laughs> like, yeah.
1: They were like oh my god your hair and I was like stop talking to me.
0: Were you like, <laughs> Don't look and, me. <laughs> were you a you wore high socks mm-hmm. were you a tutu skirt wearer? No. <laughs> no I was not. You know that that is I know. True.
1: I know that they're very close. I definitely had rainbow suspenders but I didn't wear them. <laughs> okay you just I them. bought them tried it like once or twice yeah. and it was like too much, yeah. But like the knee high socks were—they ki- were kind of my—I would say my my staple, my signature, signature. striped knee high socks. Yes. Um, I also like I'm trying to remember like what other what were the shoes? Sneakers every day. What kind of sneaker? Ugly, ugly, ugly. <laughs> Athletic. Ugly, ugly. Like I think I had literally one pair of shoes, and they were just like whatever was at Kohl's. Yeah. Like, gray, ugly, ugly.
0: Yeah, I love. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I was really self-conscious about it, but right? I didn't – I wanted Vans. I wanted mm. the checkered Vans so that bad. I oh, my God, they you're literally wearing. wearing them. <laughs> literally, I wanted them so bad. At the did time, you want the slides or did you want the top? I wanted the slides, mm. and at the time, they only had black and white. Mm. Now they have them in every color. <laughs> Can not believe the way the world has changed? But, um, like, literally, I, I wanted them so bad, and I, like, told my friend, and she was like, those are for boys. Really? Yeah, and my mom was like, they're too expensive. Wow, which like, she's a doctor,
0: but also like, (laughs) vans are like very entry level. I know. Like, I feel like these were like fifty bucks. I know, which feels like a very entry level. I'm from Connecticut, and
1: both of my parents are doctors, (laughs) and they. That's how Jewish I am. She just wanted to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Yeah, she just wanted to teach you a lesson. It's true, but I yeah. I did have one point where I did get skate shoes. Did I skate? No. Were they like Osiris skate shoes? They were like DC. Yeah. Were they like pillowy? I think they
0: were... They weren't too pillowy, but they had that like flat bottom. I was like really wanting to get Osiris skate shoes because mm. I was talking to Whitmer, and I was like, I really think I want to get skate shoes again. And then I was like two seconds away from ordering them, and Abe saw them, <laughs> and Abe was like, "Don't he was, like, get those. those." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "You shouldn't wear skate shoes." And I was like, "But they seem cute." I mean, I guess I love these it. are skate shoes. They are skate shoes. Vans really—they've been holding it down. Vans have they really have been holding it down for a long time. I remember I bought my mom a pair of these mm-hmm. but the slide versions. Um when I was in high school and like my mom wore Vans, but cool. like for she wore Vans for like 5 days. Mm-hmm. And then I think she like snapped back out of it. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "What am I doing?" Yeah. yeah. The
1: the van, the Checker vans like they really hold up in a way where okay, I'm a, I'm going to say I'm a little salty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because Checkers are extremely trendy right now. And Checkers
0: are kind of your thing.
1: They're I would say they're kind of my thing and they kind of always have been. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you know Sabina Meshki. you met the Meshki um twins, but she and I are um what we refer to ourselves as checker heads. Yeah. Always have been, always have been obsessed with checker pattern. Talking about clothes that I wore in high school, I would like I had I would just like sharpie checkers onto like all of my clothes.
0: Really? And like I was just like,
1: I don't know why. And then now they're like the trendiest thing, and I feel like I can't wear it, but I'm literally wearing it right now, I guess. Well, but this is more Harlequin than
0: checkers. Huh? That is a little bit more Harlequin than checkers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I see the stylistic pipeline between listening to Cake, having cake be your favorite band, and checkers. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense to me because Cake is not ska. No, but but their ska has a lot of checkers. Yeah, but Cake is like that weird. How would you even classify their music? I like don't know because there are horns. There's horns, (laughs) and the horns make it feel like ska adjacent, but also is. Is it Ska? No. no, they're not Ska. But I will say I horns them. and checkers, don't ask us to explain it. The, but the I, horn to checker pipeline. It, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, real. It really is. If you like Ska, if you like cake, you are also a checkerhead. I love mm, I love being a checkerhead. Mm,
1: cake is so good. Cake is very good. I love them. Like, I, I said this pre-pod, but I have seen them five times in Did concert. you
0: go to, like, what was the music identity for you in high school? If you were listening to Cake, how did you get into Cake? And also, like, did you, were you, were there cliques in your high school? Mm. There were cliques.
1: I was kind of, um, like, a, f- a, f- a free spirit mm-hmm. in that I didn't have the friends. but um, a floater? I was a floater. I, I was just kind of, like... La-di-da. Yeah. But um, I did gymnastics, so I, my closest friends were, like, at gymnastics mostly. Because
0: you were competitive in gymnastics.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't high school gymnastics. It was, like, we didn't have a team on our high school. So it was, like, I went somewhere else. You went to a gym. I went to a gym.
0: Like, but, after school. hmm
1: Which also then affected social life because, like, I was there, like, all the time. Right. So anytime someone would be like, do you want to, like, come over? We're having a party. I'd be like, I can't have gymnastics.
0: Were you... What was the goal with gymnastics?
1: Obviously, I was like, I could go to the Olympics. Right. Even though I couldn't. Have, like, all, anyone that, like, did Olympics started when they were, like, born. Right. And they were competing when they were born. born, um, <laughs> And I didn't start competing until I was, like, in middle school. Right. But um, I don't know. I just was, like, I just loved doing it. That's
0: I was, It's also kind of, like, addictive. Well, some people, when I mean, like, what's the goal? I don't mean that in, like, a weird, like, parent mm-hmm. way. I just mean, like, so many friends that we know that were you know d1 college athletes I, i'm always so curious like you know you play sports super competitively in high school to go to college a lot of the time oh yeah and i'm like with gymnastics it's so interesting to me because it's like i feel like it's so rare that people just play a sport or are involved in that kind of a, of an intense extracurricular activity in high school that isn't a direct lead-in to uh college yeah because
1: like most a lot of the like olympians are on college teams now right which i actually went to a ucla game i know it, it was, looked uh, like a lot of fun it was so much fun and but yeah i was definitely not good enough to like be on a college team i i did a year of college gymnastics when i was at uconn mm-hmm. but it wasn't like de- it wasn't like the actual like official team. It was like club gymnastics. Right. We didn't have a team.
0: Right. Interesting. Yeah. So you were fully in gymnast space.
1: Yes. And were you a good student? I was a very good student. Mm, we I love was that. very good student. I remember like in I had a class where like if you got a hundred on a test, they would give you a homework pass, which meant like you didn't have to do your homework. Really? Once. It, yeah. It was like one one class where they were like, if you get a one hundred, then you can not do your homework once. But and I got them. But I would always do my homework because I was like, well, if I don't do my homework, I won't know what's going on. And then when there's a test, I won't know how to – like I won't know any of the answers. So I would always just do it.
0: Did you feel pressure (laughs) to be a really good student? Like did your parents put pressure on you? They
1: didn't. And like my dad – said recently he was like just so weird like I never had to tell you and your brother to
0: like do your homework you would always just do your homework well because your brother also seems like a studious person Mm -hmm. and I think that that's nice I mean Mm -hmm. to me that's kind of just like oh some people are just born with a predisposition to being able to like sit down and do their homework yeah I just well it
1: was just the kind of thing where I was like if it was the weekend it was Friday I was like, I'm going to do all my homework on Friday so that I can have a nice weekend.
0: Wow, you had like logical thinking like that. Yeah, because I was like, if
1: I don't do it now, I'm not going to want to do it on Sunday. No. But if I come home from school on Friday and it's still what? Three. Three? And you're in school mode still? I'm in school mode.
0: I can just sit down, finish it up, be done. Yeah. See, I was the opposite. Mm -hmm. I was like, come home. First of all, you'd be lucky if I ever did my homework. (laughs) Second of all, Sunday nights, I would be, like, stressing the fuck out. I would be like, oh, my not God. Not me. Sunday nights, I'm chilling. You're relaxing. Eating a lean cuisine and watching Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually eat lean cuisines in high school? Oh, yeah. Was that, like, your number one? Well, I really liked the Amy's frozen. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: The well, those were good. Really good. And because also with gymnastics, not to keep bringing it up. No,
0: I was but- going to say, were you – because I know – and obviously, we don't need to get into the intricacies of, of the, eating yeah, the eating disorders. Eating disorders. <laughs> yeah. But w- did you feel like serious pressure too in gym in gymnastics?
1: Completely. I mean, I wasn't. There were like definitely some girls where it was like every once in a while we would be like, "Whoa, she lost a lot of weight really fast." Like it was yeah. it was pretty crazy. Like the way that you wouldn't notice, and then all of a sudden you would be like, "Oh, her leotard is." baggy. Right. Like that shouldn't it's literally sh- should not be baggy. No. Um but I I definitely was like obsessive about exercise and food and like literally like wrote down everything that I ate. Like was like counting cow- like yeah, crazy. It's intense. Yeah, orthorexia is what they
0: is what yeah. they call it. Yeah, that is.
1: Um but I also it was like I would get home late and my parents would be like either asleep or they didn't want to make dinner again so i just eat the lean
0: cuisine mm-hmm. what was your favorite flavor i like the spaghetti ones yeah those are good like a chicken alfredo mm-hmm. although i didn't eat meat so yeah veg 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 i remember that
1: although now i actually do eat
0: fish and chicken you know what sometimes we do sometimes sometimes we don't love that <laughs> love that <laughs> so we're a good student we're floating around mm-hmm. are we involved in like Extracurricular activities in high school, or is it just gymnastics? And did you do theater in high school? Well, this
1: is my big drama, my big trauma.
0: Okay. So I wanted to do theater. And was it a nasty theater theater director? Because I was a trend on this show. No, of course it was. Yeah. Um, I'm actually changing the show to it's no longer going to be senior superlatives. It's going to be. Tell me your nasty theater teacher (laughs) drama podcast. (laughs) Which I I did talk about this on Let's Go Tresus, but I will do a crossover
1: because I think it's important. Um, So I couldn't really do the plays because of gymnastics. Right. But there was – I only ever auditioned for one of them because it was, like – I don't remember, like, why. Something about the schedule was able to make sense, I think, because it wasn't, like, a musical. Because obviously it was – an Anne Frank play so was I was that like the
0: play that you auditioned for yeah
1: and I was like well of course I will be Anne Frank what do you mean an Anne Frank play I don't remember what it was actually called but it was it was the like play yeah and you auditioned to be Anne Frank mm-hmm. okay and I'm just gonna say it I did a really good job I'm sure you did and my friend was in the audition and said that the theater teacher said I did a really good job wow and then he okay so he had beef with me I did not I did not start this beef. He had beef with me because I was I never was in any of the plays because mm-hmm. I did gymnastics, but I was like in the theater club or whatever drama club, mm-hmm. and I got like elected to a position. You know how like there
0: you know yeah, yeah yeah, how you can be like president or like vice president yeah. or treasurer or whatever. I don't
1: remember what I was. Yeah. But I def I was elected you to You were an elected official. And he was really pissed because he was like you're not in any of the plays. What makes you think you can be like on the on the board of the drama club or whatever, even though they were separate things. Separate things. And he was pissed. And then he like wouldn't give me a part in the play and then um he kicked me off the board what Mhm. and I actually don't remember how it happened all I remember is someone came up to me in the hallway and they were like Mr. Kennedy's trying to kick you off the board and I was like <laughs> what why I literally think I am almost positive that my role I don't remember what it was but I basically just did like publicity like I just put you up were flyers. The, you were the publicist for the for the club yeah like all I did was like put up flyers and he was like she's not part of this And I I, I don't remember how it went down. All I remember is, because we never had a conversation about it. I just remember someone came up to me and they were like, Mr. Kennedy's kicking you off the board. And I was like, what? Uh, And then all of a sudden I just wasn't anymore.
0: That is so fucking crazy. Deranged behavior. It's just like, why? Again, if you are a teacher and you are listening to this show, do not inhibit students Mm -hmm. from... Wanting to, like, pursue their fucking dreams. It's fucked up. Because it does fuck you up. But it did
1: deter me from auditioning for other 100%. shows. Because I was like,
0: this guy hates me. And it makes you feel insecure and it makes you feel scared. Mm-hmm. And, like, to feel the strength and courage to, like, go up to... You know, some people have that. Some people yeah. have the ability to stick it to people. But, like, I know in high school I definitely maybe on the outside I put out the vibe where I was like yeah fuck you but inside I was like no I was like so confrontation averse mm-hmm. well the my big revenge tell well oh,
1: wait there was another thing that happened that I was pissed about so the the girl that he cast as Anne Frank um she was like his star student yeah, you know, there there's yeah. always one. And- And she was lovely, but I, you know, I I just was like, okay, she's always the one that gets cast. And then the only other thing that I auditioned for was to to host this, like, night that they were doing that was, like, basically anyone could audition with, like, a little band and play a cover song or something. Uh And they had, like, MCs. My brother hosted it his, like, senior year. And so my friend and I auditioned. To be like the MCs. And speaking of Lady Gaga, we did a hilarious paparazzi parody song. (laughs) How did it go? Uh, Well, it was just for our audition. Okay. Do you Um, remember it? I probably could, but it wouldn't make any sense because it was very specific to something that we did in our high school, which was called advisory. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't to this day, when I think about what the hell that was, I don't understand. It was like what is it? Like, even trying to explain it, it's not interesting, and it's so complicated <laughs> and convoluted. But it was basically, like, once every f- few weeks, yeah, we would go to a room, uh-huh. and they would assign us, like, a teacher. Like, it was, like, our freshman year, we were assigned, like, this is your advisory teacher, and it was just, like, a random group of students. And we would just go there for, like, 20 minutes. But then, because of this, every class was, like, 12 minutes shorter that day. Okay, I love that. So it was, like, once every, like, few weeks, the bell would just, like, ring early and everyone would be, like, oh, right, it's advisory. And then we would go to the room and just kind of be, like, so, this is advisory. It's chat? I guess. Like, there was nothing to do. In advisory.
0: We had, not advisory, but at my school, we would have town halls. Mm. um, And shit would go down in town hall.
1: Is that, like, everyone goes in a...
0: Everyone goes in, like, our... In, like, our... Like an auditorium. Auditorium. And anyone can stand up mm-hmm. and, like, say their fucking issues. Damn. And people really had some serious issues. That's, like... That's dangerous. Yeah. To
1: give kids the platform like that.
0: <laughs> well, our school like really touted its like progressive I- mm. I- agenda, which I do very much appreciate and think was like really wonderful in hindsight, especially compared to so many other people that I talked to about their high school experience where like mm-hmm. they literally couldn't talk about anything. But. That was really a part of like the fiber of the school where it's like, and now we have a space for students to come and like air their, their yeah. 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 And it was intense. It would get like really, I remember there would be times where I would be like stoned and I would be like watching a town hall and people would get up and I'd be like, oh shit. (laughs) It is really popping the fuck off. Do you remember any? Yeah, there was, there were a few that were really intense. And you know what? We're going to go to a break. I think about the intense ones. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Edu slash podcast, and we're back. <laughs> Sandy, did you? Were you in any like hot and heavy relationships in high school? No, virgin style. Really? Yeah, opa
1: virgin style. I had, I had my first kiss the day I graduated. From who? Oh, just some guy. Um, I a a, a,
0: high, a classmate. Yeah.
1: He kickstarted my, my... He kickstarted
0: your kickstarter.
1: No, he kickstarted my, my, um... My ginger fetish, Fetish. I guess. (laughs) Fetish?
0: Um... (laughs) Can I I, tell you, actually, my first kiss was also a gorgeous, gorgeous ginger, and Mm -hmm. I too can fall into a ginger fetish. I've dated multiple gingers. Are we allowed to say ginger? I think so. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I think so. As a,
1: as a supporter of the ginger community, I by the way, as someone that has fucked many, many, <laughs> many yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it
0: is. I just love ginger. Me too. They're hot. Uh, they're they have great bodies. F- yes, Me great bodies. All gingers, gingers have a model body. You know, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, we like, and that it was like the only time, but um,
0: yeah, I think my first kiss, um. It, his name. He's in Canada. Mm-hmm. He. I think he follows me on Instagram. And if he was listening to this, you know, you're really hot now. So yeah, hats off. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't checked up on. You got to be checking up. <laughs> yeah, you got to be checking up just to make sure. Yeah, just to make sure. Did you like them? Was it a crush? Not really. Like it was. It was literally something where
1: I. Never really thought about him mm. like in in that way. Mm-hmm. And then the day that we graduated, he like wrote something in my yearbook mm-hmm. that I was like, "Oh, are you like into me?" Like I, I'm trying, say? To, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was something about like my hair. <gasps> He's
0: like, "I want to put my hand through those tendrils." It was not even remotely sexual, but it was just <laughs> something where I was like, "Oh." well it was like we
1: weren't really like friends like he was more friends with my brother right but then like i don't remember what it was but it was just something where i was like oh and then and then we made out that night oh
0: my god that night Mm -hmm. wow
1: at a pool party
0: was it did you know what to do no did you feel confident no (laughs) (laughs) was it good in hindsight no No, no, it was nice.
1: It was extremely like literally like we were at a friend's house that had a pool. So Mm -hmm. everyone was like bikini mode. So obviously everyone was being sexual. And well, I also feel like nobody was like into me in high school. But then it was like the second we graduated. Every guy was like, (laughs) like, and then when I went to like, because I remember that night, like my little
0: sex gremlins. Yes.
1: And they like that night, there were like multiple guys that were like hitting on me that like i had been friends with throughout all of high school. They'd never even remotely like showed interest. And then it was like, well, now that we're like not in high school anymore, like I'm allowed to like make out with the weird girl (laughs) or whatever. And then I went to UConn for a year and like a bunch of um, kids from my high school went to UConn. People who like I was in classes with them. They never once spoke to me, and then all of a sudden, the like messages they would be sending me, I'm just like I'm really into like artsy chicks. No, it was just like oh my
0: god, that's embarrassing. Really
1: embarrassing.
0: The frenetic horniness mm-hmm. that exists when you put a, when you have a high school pool party.
1: Yeah. Is disgusting. It was crazy. And then, oh yeah, and so then I don't remember like how, but I think we were just like, we went at, off into like the yard and like made out in the grass. Yeah, making
0: out in the yard. Yeah, in the yeah. grass.
1: Went into like a dark part of the yard and just sort of, <laughs> yeah. Rolled around. Rolled around the grass for like probably like three minutes. <laughs> and then we were
0: like, okay. <laughs> Good time. <laughs> it is kind of interesting when you're like making out in high school and then you're like, okay, we have to stop now. Yeah. To like get back to the party, yeah, you like, know, mm-hmm. and then you just go back to the party, and you and you have like slobber all over your face, mm-hmm. gross. And then you're just like, yeah. <laughs> Did you drink in high school? No,
1: I didn't really. I didn't drink much because I gymnastics. Well, gymnastics and autoimmune disease. Autoimmune autoimmune girls. Yeah, my medication. I couldn't really drink yes, with it, it yes. but um, I. Also, just kind of used it as an excuse because I didn't really like drinking. Yeah, weedhead.
0: Yeah, weed. That's head. fair. That's fair. Yeah, I was a weedhead in high school, and no longer can't handle. I, I didn't stuff. start
1: till my senior year, and yeah. then I was like, "Hoo hoo."
0: Yeah, and you were like, "That's the stuff." Yeah. God. Wow. Oh my God. Is that a knock on the door that I hear? Are we in the high school guidance counselor's office? Oh, I think we might be. I think we are. And I'm your high school guidance counselor. Oh my god, hi. I'm an amazing high school guidance counselor. You would be amazing. I, th- I think so. I joke that like kids would come into my office and I'd be like sitting on the desk. Yeah, you would be in a short skirt. Yeah, <laughs> out. Out. yeah. <laughs> tits fully up. Tits up. Pussy yeah. out. P- yeah, tits up, pussy out. Mini skirt, yeah. no underwear. Yeah, and I'm like, talk to me, baby. Tell me your problem. Tell me your problems. Tell me your problems. <laughs> um, in this segment of the show, you know, this is your time and we kind of teetered on it. Mm-hmm. But this is your time to, like, rewrite a wrongdoing of the past. This is your time to say fuck you to someone, or this is a time that you can say I'm sorry to someone. And then we fully heal whatever trauma you've carried with you since high school, and you never think about it again. Mm. You you ready for my big one? I'm ready. (laughs) Take me there. I want to go there. Take me there. Remember that song? Rugrats movie? (laughs) Rugrats movie. (laughs) Take me to that great place where fun never ends. Was Rugrats movie on the um orange yes. VHS? I've been thinking about yesterday. Okay, I'm not going to sing the whole song. I've been thinking about yesterday. Where I'm
1: to ready. begin with this one? I'm ready. I like thought I had a crush on someone like all of high school. Turns out I didn't. We were just the same height. Um, <laughs> like I, I I think it was also like suppressed, like, Queerness of like being like well I have to Like a boy right and um, He's my height so I like him right but I never Actually did and we never really like Talked I just was like
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah
1: but then Then I actually Had a crush on someone it was the first time that I like Really and I it was I just was like the second I, I Met him I was like oh my god Like I'm obsessed I'm Completely obsessed and we started hanging out a lot. He had a girlfriend, but we were just, like, friends. They broke up. We He went off to college, but we were still talking all the time, hanging out, going on, like, basically dates, but, like, not calling it that. Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, gear- it was gearing up for prom season. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I'm going to ask him to, to go to prom with me. And we yeah. were very good friends. Yeah. We literally, like, talked all the time, hung out all the time. So I was like, okay, here goes nothing. I'm going to send the text. How I was like and and the way that I said it was like not in a way of like dating. Like I right. was literally like, "Uh, I know like the, but like would you want to like be yeah, my You're prom? being
0: like I was being deprecating. Like, yeah, where
1: okay. I was like prom sucks whatever, yeah. but would you to like be my prom date? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never responded. What? Never spoke to me again. Never ever ever texted me again never responded to any of my messages never <gasps> what mm-hmm. isn't that the craziest thing you've ever heard that's disgusting <laughs> and like i literally after was like hey i'm sorry if that like made you feel weird like we we can like like i literally was like sending texts being like i'm sorry like if that like did you ever ever no. never <gasps> never again he never ever spoke to me again Isn't that so insane? That is so crazy. And it's like, why? Like, okay, not, I'm sorry, but like, (laughs) it's not that serious. No, I know. Like, I was, yeah, I I had a crush on him, but it was like, but also like, we could get over that. Here's the thing. There's just also, no. He could have just said no. He could have just been like, no. But then (sighs) didn't you see him after that? Well, he was in college. So I ran into him one time.
0: Wait, he was in college. Wait, so when you were a senior. Like, he was a senior when I was a junior. Right, I, I see and what then, you're saying. So he was, like, a freshman in college when you were a senior. Yeah,
1: but he went to, he was going to, I can't remember if it was, like, state school or community college. But it was, like, he still lived in, around. around, And he worked at, like, a store that my friend's dad owned. So, like, we were always hanging out, always saw him, always, like, it was so Weird. That sucks. Isn't that the weirdest?
0: I like. I am so anti ghost. It was ghost. It was ghost. But it was like,
1: I. It was truly like mind boggling. And I was like, I was just like, okay, I'll never tell anyone how I feel ever again. Yeah, that's scarring. I'll never ask someone out again. That's deeply scarring. It was just so odd, and like literally, like. Even like a year later, I was just like, "Hey, I really miss talking to you." Like, yeah, no, ever, never responded.
0: No, ne- never yeah, responded. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, when it's emotional in the sense of like a crush, mm-hmm. and when you feel like you're being vulnerable, there is no worse feeling in the world. But then, on an even broader level, when you think you're communicating with a friend, which I actually think is the most hurtful. Mm-hmm that's even more of a mind fuck because then you're just like oh my god this person doesn't even want to be my friend like like fuck the romance part this person like doesn't even want to respond to me so much so that they don't want to be my friend and like that's so hurtful it was so
1: weird and i was also like very good friends with his best friend Mm -hmm. who was like i don't know why he like won't talk to you and he was like i'm trying to get him to like talk to you again and he just like won't.
0: I it's in my mind as your guidance thank counselor. You, thank um, you. Um clearly this person was dealing with some interpersonal issues mm-hmm. that genuinely had nothing to do with you. Um, like I do think that that big of a reaction mm-hmm. when someone literally can't respond to something that simple after years like has it it really at the end of the day doesn't have anything to do with you. Like you sparked something inside of him that he clearly had issues dealing with at the time. But like you can't internalize that as being a flaw of you, you know, Thank or as you. being a product of you. you. Cuz I always feel like that kind of shit now, like imagine this were to happen to you now, you would be like, "Oh, yeah, you're, it's your fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I have nothing to do with that. But when we're that age, it's so hard because you're like, oh, my God, something's wrong with me.
1: It was also such a – drum. it was so dramatic.
0: Well, like, yeah, to not respond, grow up. Literally grow up.
1: Grow, grow up. up. Um, And it made me really hurt and pissed. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to ask anyone else out. No, because you else scarred. I was like – really yeah and then like everyone kept being like well this other guy doesn't have anyone to go to prom with you should ask him no and I was like no I was like first of all I already asked someone and they it ruined a friendship (laughs) so I'm not ever going to ask anyone again and I was like if he wants to ask me he can ask me but he's not going to so yeah I'm not going to and then the only way that I went to prom with someone was that a friend of mine had a prom date who got the flu. No, and he was like, "I heard you don't." Have you a were the prom understudy. Date. I was literally the understudy, and I it was really, really sweet of him. And I still yeah. like. I was like, "That's really, really," because he was just like, "I heard you don't have a prom date." That's either. nice. I was like, you're you're an angel. What'd but, you wear? Um. Oh, I wore this like strapless black like silk
0: like kind of
1: like ruched is that the term, yeah, ruched, ruched. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, dress that I I think I just, like, walked into the mall. It was the first dress that I saw. I tried it on, and I was like, great. Great. Perfect.
0: Love that. Um, well, yeah. I think that we are now ridding you of this rejection trauma. Thank you. Because this person, wherever they are, knows what they did yeah and they need to live with that for the rest of their life if you're listening to this podcast yeah text me back yeah
1: (laughs) you could watch watch you
0: get a text in like two (laughs) weeks when this comes out (laughs) they're like they're like hey uh sorry do you feel cleansed I do feel cleansed honestly like I have (laughs) every once in a
1: while I go like I wonder if I'll ever hear from him again for sure but probably not no. I'm sure he doesn't think about me as much as I think about the that. I mean, it was so traumatizing.
0: But and um, but by the way, I would just like to say when these people do creep back up in your life, it's never enough. Mm. Like you know, even if he were to text you now, unless he were to be so honest mm-hmm. and be like Hey, when you sent when you asked me to go to prom with you in 2010, mm-hmm. this is what I was going through. This is how I was feeling. I'm so sorry. It's just like it doesn't matter. It's like It doesn't it, matter. Unless someone is really I still carry the wounds. But unless someone is genuinely and this goes out to anyone that feels like they owe me an apology. And if you feel like you owe me an apology. <laughs> go ahead and apologize. You need to be, like, very upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's, like, what's the point? Yeah. You know? I wonder if I even still have his phone number. I probably deleted it. Well, let's fucking it. call him.
1: Let's call him right <laughs> now. No, I, I probably deleted it
0: because I was, like, too. Too. Yeah, I've annoyed you. I am yeah. curious, though. Let's look it up. <laughs> let's look it up. Let's give him a ring. Oh, checkers.
1: <laughs> no, this is what I'm saying. I'm a checkerhead. Okay. I don't have it. Oh. Gone. Gone like the I definitely deleted it because I was like, I I have to stop like. Yeah, looking at it, everyone. thinking about it. Because like literally like I would be, I remember it was like when I went to college, I was like having a hard time adjusting. Yeah. And he was like the person that I used to talk to. And I was like, can we put this all aside? Yeah, because I need you as my friend. I need you as my friend. No response
0: ever again. Oh, well, fuck him. Fuck him. Thanks for sharing. Would you like a Jelly ranch? Yes, please. That's what you get for sharing in my office. Thank you. Um, if you could go back in time, yeah. Now take the wrapper. <laughs> if you could go back in time, that's good ASMR. People pay a lot of money to listen to that stuff.
1: Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. What everyone acts like ASMR is not sexual. It is. It's but people act like it's not.
0: How is this non sexual? No,
1: it's so sexual. Let's do the
0: rest of the episode whispering voices. <laughs> Sandy your high school self any advice what would it be
1: Mm. chill out
0: girl yeah (laughs) yeah
1: probably chill out um it's not that serious yeah it is amazing how much when you're someone was telling me the other day it was that they were runner and they would like lube up their body yeah before they ran races because it would like chafe or whatever no it was like it would shave like a second off of their. Oh sure, time. sure, sure. And it's like, relax. I know this is not the Olympics. I know you're gonna loop up your entire body to shave one second off of a. You're ru- you're just running in the field, babe.
0: It's hard because I. That level of commitment when you're a teenager to something I do think is commendable. Like hats off to people that I see like that. I I was so lost when I was a teen that in some ways I'm envious of the people that really were able to build and structure like that into their life. But I do kind of think that sometimes that falls on the parent or the guardian in the kid's life to be like... Hey, hun, here's the deal. Not you're not serious. Yeah, like... Wait,
1: I'm regretting the Jolly Rancher because it's it's interfering. It's making you salivate. It's it making me salivate, and I am gonna, I'm going to put it back in the wrapper.
0: Put it back in the wrapper. Save it. Save it for when you're done. Thank you for blocking your mouth so that none of us need to watch you do that. Mm-hmm. But no, I do think that it falls on to thank you. People being like, hey, you're actually not going to go... You're not going to become a olympic swimmer (laughs) i would have loved for someone to tell me that would you have or
1: would that have deterred you (sighs) i definitely remember my dad telling me he didn't think i was that good at gymnastics and i was like
0: (sighs) i think the state championships with my gold medal would beg
1: to differ stan
0: i remember like because i was a ballerina Mm -hmm. and then i grew huge tits and then (laughs) i remember my mom like very delicately being like you know there are other forms of dance that are available to you. Mm-hmm. And she was right. Like I did end up then focusing more on like modern and like hip hop and tap and things. Hip hop dance style. Uh, yes. there is so in mortifying. But like, yeah, just when you're a parent and you just know that your kid is putting so much pressure on themselves. I do think that you need to be like, okay, when do I interject here? hmm it's hard. I feel like you don't my dad – tri- Actually, my dad kind of tried, I think. But he didn't want to be a dream crusher. But it is no. funny that he was like, You're
1: bad. At well, he was just like, he was just like, I never thought you were that good. And then <laughs> and then recently he said to me, You were always so good at gymnastics. What? And I was like, it's I literally now. remember you telling me no. you didn't think I was that good, no. even though I won all the competitions, <laughs> sir. Wait. Do you wanna hear my epic gymnastic story? Yes. Oh, fuck, did I tell this on the last one? No. Okay. This okay, actually this could be my quintessential high school moment. Let's do it. Taking my jacket off because it's a really good story. <laughs> So <laughs> i need to have my armpits yeah, out yeah yeah <laughs> which i did just shave because i went to a wedding and i feel really like weird. naked i feel I feel, yeah, I feel like i never see you as shaved armpits i feel like a barbie doll you are. <laughs> Little dolly. I, I shaved my legs and my armpits and every time i look i'm like yeah look like a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> um but i went to a wedding and i was like i just don't feel like dealing with that I like conversation um Hair is going up. I need. To, I can't wait to hear this story. No, I just started sweating like crazy. Um, okay, you ready for my yes, big, my big I'm story? Beyond ready. Okay, my last competition of gymnastics okay. of high school. Yes, state competition. La- last chance, girl. Last chance. I were we've done two of the events. I did pretty good. Going to bars. Third event. I salute. I jump to the bar. The second I jump off the ground, my entire back and neck like seized. I, I just like felt it happen. Everything seized up, and I d- I somehow did the whole routine. But the whole time, I was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Was able to do the whole routine, landed, and I couldn't salute the judge. Like I couldn't lift my arms. And I was just like, I don't do know, you to have to salute the judge in order for it to stop or something. Um, I, I, it was like it ended up being okay because I, everyone was just sort of like something is ha- wrong, something's wrong, yeah. and I was just like, I don't know what's going on, I don't know what's going on. Like, I still don't know how I was able to like do the whole.
0: Sometimes routine. I feel like that's when adrenaline just like kicks in. And yeah. You're, like riding that.
1: And I was like crying. I couldn't move. I was like in intense pain. My coach was like running me like back in a room like trying to like rub my shoulders like give me some like heat like give me water and I like just because I still had one event left
0: right floor
1: it was beam Mm. and everyone was like don't do it don't do it don't do it and I was like I have to it's the state competition it's my last competition I have to perform and everyone was like your body's broken and I was like I have to go on
0: my duty it is
1: my duty so like, eventually, they were able to, like, get me to a place where I was able to, like, move a little bit. And so I got up on beam to, like, do my – because the way that it works is they give you, like, a minute on the beam mm-hmm. to warm up before mm-hmm. your routine. So yeah. you can just get up and do whatever things you feel like you want to practice. And I did my, like, flight skill, which is, like, a round off on the beam. And I split the beam, <gasps> which is, like, when you your legs go on either side yeah. and you get, like, crotch hit which, like, never happened to me. real Like, I never really fell on beam. But, like, I think just because I was, like, fucked up. Yeah. And everyone was, like, no. Like, it truly, like, everyone gasped. It was, like – and everyone was, like, don't compete. Just don't do it. And yeah. I was, like, I have to do it. I have to compete. And so I got up when I was doing the routine. I just did it really, like, timidly. Yeah. And landed everything – like, literally when I was doing the dance, it was, like – because, like, you know how you always have to be, like t- – yeah. In gymnastics. I was literally like doing it like.
0: Yeah, like so little. Because like my arms
1: couldn't move, yeah. but I still was just like, you know, doing my little like things. Was able to get through the whole routine really timidly, didn't fall, landed. I think I got like a 9 8. Wow. One beam won the whole competition.
0: What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won the whole competition? You and won states? Everyone was <laughs> so pissed. <laughs>
1: because they were like the broken girl one yeah (laughs) yeah so you were really good i was good except that i wasn't a very high level but i was good for my level you won states
0: i won states that's it
1: Period. He and they all tried to stop me,
0: and they couldn't. They couldn't stop me. me. They were me. all like, they were. I mean, that was a situation where everyone was like, "It's not that serious." Yeah, where they were like, "Maybe don't." And you're, I understand that though. Being like, "This is my mission. This is my purpose on this earth." Why else did I do this for the last like ten years? Yeah, I know, I get that. But then I, and then I had my, my moment, moment, and then you won.
1: Mm-hmm. God, I love that my beautiful gymnastics story it was
0: a gorgeous story
1: it was amazing the things that would happen during competitions like sometimes like halfway through a competition i would just get my period but i wasn't like uh, it wasn't time for my period and i would just start bleeding and then when the competition was over it would stop
0: <laughs> so weird i know <laughs> the body is an amazing thing the body's an amazing thing sandy this has been such a gorgeous episode of my show Thank you for having me. I had a lovely time. Well, you know, I got to ask you the famous last question of the pod. What is? Did you have a senior superlative? <gasps> oh, my God. I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I actually got two.
0: Oh, wow. That's huge. But they wouldn't let me have two. Okay. So you had to pick one. They picked it. No. What, what, what were your two? I'll tell you. Please do. One I was really happy about. Okay. And one I was really not happy about. And they gave you the one that you weren't happy about. <laughs>
1: of course they did. Yeah. And then I think they didn't even do the other superlative.
0: What was it?
1: It was class activist.
0: Wait, what, the, what was the one that you – that was the one you weren't happy no, about? No, that was the one that I wanted. Yeah, that one's good.
1: I wanted class activist and then I was – and I was given it. But then I also won – most likely to be mistaken for a freshman, because <laughs> you're so youthful. Yeah, Aww. and that was the one that they—they were like, they're like, let's get rid of activists, and let's and let's give her. She's little. Let's give her the one that so says she's tiny. Actually, they gave it to me and the guy that was short. <laughs> <laughs> so it all actually came full circle. <laughs> you and your crush oh yeah my total crush your total
0: hot crush yeah
1: I totally actually had a crush on him it wasn't just that we were both five the feet tall <laughs> literally I didn't know who he was and in middle school someone was like you should go to prom with this guy because you're the same height and I was like okay I have a crush on him now
0: <laughs> and that makes sense it's trash. yeah
1: meanwhile I was like in love with like all these women but like didn't
0: yeah, you don't didn't, You don't
1: register. You just go, no. I just think she's really cool. That's yeah. why I call her house and pretend that I have the wrong number.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm obsessed with hanging out with her yeah. every... That's why I'm frothing in bed when we are having sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. understand that. Um...
1: Where can Wait, the- did you have a superlative? I'm sure you've said this on the pod, but
0: I have, and our our superlatives were dumb because ours were more like roasts. But mine was most likely to be on a gospel choir. I'll tell you the backstory when we're done. Recording. What? Yeah, it's so, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, Sandy, where can all of my gorgeous little classmates find you? Well, the second season of Three Busy
1: Debra's is on Adult Swim and HBO Max. The season finale is this week.
0: It's so fabulous. I'm thank, loving this season. Thank
1: you. I'm Sandy really.
0: directed Epps.
1: I did, I did. The episodes that I directed came out last week, and I'm really happy with them. I just love how the season turned out. Great. And I'm trying to think if I have anything.
0: Sandy Honig on Instagram.
1: Sandy Honig on Instagram.
0: And Twitter? Whatever. Yes. at this point. Watch three busy Debras. That's, that's
1: all that's good. literally all I care about. That's Don't follow me. Story. Don't talk, just watch the yes. show.
0: Um, wow. Thank you, Sandy, for joining us, and thank you all for listening. Thank you. It means a lot to me. I hope you have a fabulous week. And as I say every week, stay cool, never change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and hags. Ciao.
0: Have a good summer. <laughs> that was a hit gum podcast.